0: From deep inside your audio device of choice. Well, ladies and gentlemen, this is a pretty kooky little uh, version of the Show for the Sunday, or whatever day you're hearing it. Thanks, stations who delay it. Um, before Christmas. No, I mean, you know, some stations have to. Like our lovely friends at RTE. But anyway, it is, as I say, a, a, a goofy show. And uh, only one example of how goofy it actually is, is going to be, is that it starts, imagine this, with the apologies of the week. get right into it here. A Georgia man who drove to Washington with a slew of weapons that he threatened to use against House Speaker Nancy Pelosi and the mayor of Washington was sentenced this week to 28 months in prison. Quote, thinking about heading over to Pelosi speech and putting a bullet in her noggin on live TV. Unquote. Cleveland Meredith in a text to his friends. Quote, I'm going to collect a ton of traitors' heads. Unquote. Again, he's a 53-year-old man with a history of mental illness, no less. Drove into the nation's capital on January 7th. Well, he missed it. As he was coming in from a ski trip with his son in Colorado, he didn't make it to Washington for the uh, riot. But he did come armed with two firearms, several high-capacity magazines, not National Geographic, and over 2,500 rounds of ammunition. Quote, I apologize to Speaker Pelosi if I scared her at all. I apologize to my family and to my sons, he said in court this week. I thought them to be good men, and I'm very embarrassed by this whole situation. Because, say it with me now, it's not who I am. He's been jailed for 11 months awaiting sentencing. He's now got 17 more months in prison ahead of them. And that's going to be who he is. South Korea's largest dairy company, Soul Milk, Soul Milk has apologized after releasing a controversial advertisement, which some critics say portrays women as cows. Well, you wouldn't want to portray them as bulls. Quote, we sincerely apologize to everyone who may have felt uncomfortable due to the milk ad video uploaded to the official Seoul Milk YouTube channel. The parent company said in a statement on its official website, the ad provoked a public backlash and sparked a debate about sexism in South Korea. Some social media users said it justified secretly taking video footage of women, a crime known as molka that has become a widespread problem in South Korea in recent years. The now-deleted video features a man carrying a camera and wandering through the countryside somewhere in Gangwon province. The voiceover narrates, quote, We finally succeeded in capturing their images in a place where nature has been kept clean. Unquote. He then reaches a stream where women in white clothes are drinking the water and stretching on a meadow. And it goes on from there. South Milk insisted there were men in the video as well, but they were not recognizable, according to uh, CNN affiliate JTBC. At first, Soul Milk said the ad had been received differently to how it had been intended. The company wanted to focus on the organic origins of their product. The company insisted they did not intend to depict women as cows. However, the company later deleted the video so as not to cause further discomfort.
1: Mm -mm. That's
0: what I'm feeling right now. And I'm sure you saw this. There was a stunt engaged in in South Dakota, a charity event for South Dakota teachers, in which they engaged in a quote, dash for cash. It went viral and was condemned online as online as demeaning and dystopian. It saw teachers at a hockey game scoop as many as possible dollar bills into their clothing in under five minutes. The educators who are among The lowest funded in the U.S. said they would spend the money on school supplies. That is who we are. The local hockey team and bank that donated the cash apologized. The uh, bank said, quote, "...although our intent was to provide a positive and fun experience for teachers, we can see how it appears to be degrading and insulting towards the participating teachers." and the profession as a whole. We deeply regret and apologize to all teachers for any embarrassment this may have caused. Canada apologized. Yes, Canada. We always thought it was so nice, didn't we? The defense minister joined the country's highest-ranking officer this week to offer an apology to survivors and victims of sexual misconduct in the Canadian Armed Forces two years after a formal apology was first promised. Countless lives have been harmed because of inaction and systemic failure, said the defense minister. This is a failure that our Canadian armed forces, our department, and the government will always carry with us. For nearly a year, a steady stream of senior officials were removed from active service over accusations of sexual misconduct. To date, 11 military leaders, current and former, have been removed, investigated, or forced to retire in relation to the scandal Well, those are all interesting, perhaps amusing, but ladies and gentlemen, this is the Apology of the Week. Former police officer Kim Potter testifying in her own defense on trial for the supposedly accidental killing of an unarmed 20-year-old black teenager when she pulled out her gun instead of her taser.
2: This kid's...
3: Taser,
4: taser, taser, and nothing happened, and then... (laughs)
5: officer, you have the duty to render aid and communicate information to other officers, right? Yes. And it's part of your job to assist those who are hurt or injured, true? Yes. And to communicate to other officers what you know about a particular scene, right? Yes. Give them whatever information you can to help them do their jobs to help render assistance, things like that, right? Yes. But you didn't do any of those things on April 11th, did you? No. You stopped doing your job completely. You didn't communicate what happened over the radio, right? No. You didn't make sure any officers knew what you had just done, right? No. You didn't run down the street and try to save Dante Wright's life, did you? No. You didn't check on the other car that had been hit, did you? That all happened just down the road from you. You were focused on what you had done because you had just killed somebody. I'm sorry it happened.
0: Now, compare and contrast, those are the apologies of the week, but compare and contrast, she's on trial for supposedly accidentally killing one person. Just uh, this week, I believe, the uh, Defense Department announced it had investigated a drone killing of 10 people in Afghanistan right before we got out, took our drones with us, 10 civilians, seven children. Just an honest mistake, no disciplinary action. And um, in case that's not enough, the New York Times today reports a trove of documents consisting of the military's own confidential assessments of more than 1,300 reports of civilian casualties lays bare how the air war in the Middle East has been marked by deeply flawed intelligence, rushed and then imprecise targeting, and the deaths of thousands of civilians, many of them children, a sharp contrast to the American government's image of war uh, waged by all-seeing drones and precision bombs. The documents show that despite the Pentagon's highly codified system, For examining civilian casualties, pledges of transparency and accountability have given way to opacity and impunity. In only a handful of cases were the assessments made public. Not a single record provided includes a finding of wrongdoing or disciplinary action. In addition, fewer than a dozen condolence payments were made, even though many survivors were left with disabilities requiring expensive medical care. Documented efforts to identify root causes or lessons learned are rare. So if you're going to kill people by accident, better to join the military than the police force. And just in case you're thinking, well, this is sort of an odd time of year to be talking about weapons. This kid's
2: depressed and small for his size. He's not exactly stupid. But he sure ain't wise There's a store he's never been to That he wants to protect It's just across state lines And it might get wrecked So he got him a gun For Christmas Yeah, a long barrel beauty For Christmas He's not going to Kenosha Just for fun But for self-defense He quite needs a gun He may be short But he'll stand real tall This Christmas This Christmas This kid is scared and deeply confused. Of course, that doesn't mean that he's been abused. But he sits in class drawing weapons that kill and maim. Explains that he's designing a new video game. So we got him a gun this Christmas. Yeah, a semi-automatic handgun for Christmas. We're not letting the school Nazis send him home. Our whole lunch hour has already been blown. He'll get a lot of crap off his chest this Christmas. very blessed to a special state they've progressed they're posing all together on the holiday cards with weapons that they're too young to possess did the folks buy each kid a gun for christmas or rent For the photo shoot this Christmas The guns sure make For a merrier joint Jesus would've come packing That's the point Nothing goes with guns Like Christmas
0: from new orleans louisiana i'm harry sheer welcoming you to this special holiday edition of the show
4: i get the holiday fever now every time you walk by my yeah, you me it, though a cold front is turning the weather. If Santa asked me for what I wish, I'd point to you and say, Yeah, she is I've been a real good boy. Do you think we could get together? Got to get you under my tree. I can get you of get you under my come on. To under, my tree. Got to get you under my tree. Now you can tell I've been eyeing you, and I can see you've been eyeing me too. Let's celebrate the you're tired getting and giving. The well Spike, the egg not darling. There's a season right here in New Orleans. I'ma raise a glass and toast to loving and living Got to get you under my tree Got to get you under my my tree What a lovely present this would be My back and my Christmas tree, tree Got to get you What a lovely present this would be Got to get you under my tree Got to get you under my tree Got to get you under my tree Got to get you under, my, get my, get you tree, under my tree
0: Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Fred Willard.
6: Thank you so much, Harry. That's very nice. I'm humbled to to be here. You know, occasionally this time of year, uh, my friends will say to me, Mr. Willard... And they call me Mr. Willard because most of them have always felt a little uncomfortable around me. They'll say... What is the true story of Christmas? And I said, come on, everyone knows it. And I know we've heard it a thousand times, but I think this is the time and the place. TJ, I think you're right on on cue there. So bear with me for the thousands and one first time. And it came to pass in those days that there went out a decree from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be taxed. And Caesar's wife, the evil queen, spent her days shopping and looking in the mirror, saying, Mirror, mirror, on the wall, who's the fairest one of all? One day the mirror answered, It's your stepdaughter, the beautiful maid Marian." The queen decreed that a hunter should take Marian out into the woods and cut out her heart. But Marian escaped, and a handsome prince found her slipper and followed her. He found her in a manger in Bethlehem, Doing the only work she could do. Scrubbing floors and taking care of a baby boy child named Jesus. But whose baby was it? Nobody knew. So... I know you've heard it all, but... It just... So the prince and Marian and Jesus went to live in the prince's castle and be happy ever after. But the wicked queen kept searching for them. And on December 7th, a day that will live in infamy, she captured Marian and Jesus and hid them in a cave. She left them one candle with enough oil to last for only seven days. This was called the dreidel. Well, everyone went crazy. The birds were flying all over the place, and the Japanese were fighting the Germans. (laughs) And the Germans were fighting the Russians, and Marion's little friends, Grumpy and Sneezy and Groucho, went to Santa's kingdom in the North Pole to get him to help. They thought he was dead, but a kiss from Grumpy, Grumpy awoke him. And it came to pass that Santa called out some reindeer, and together Dasher and Dancer and Donder and Blitzen Sneezy and Grumpy and Groucho and Vixen flew to Bethlehem to try to save them. But lo, they couldn't find the cave. And you know how, where this goes. If you want to say it with me, please feel free. And it came to pass that Groucho's brother Zeppo had become an agent and enlisted the aid of Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer to lead them. Now a star shone in the east, and the shepherds were sore and afraid. And Franklin Roosevelt, a great man, calmed them, saying, We have nothing to fear but fear itself. They found three wise men and bribed them with gold and Frank's incense and myrrh, which is a drink of milk and honey like mead. And the wise men pointed to where Jesus and, and Maid and were trapped. Well, together they huffed and they puffed and they rolled away the stone. <laughs> and many people don't believe this, but you have, have to believe. They rolled away the stone, blocking the entrance, and saved them. And the baby Jesus came out and saw his own shadow. <laughs> <laughs> heard it a million times but and he proclaimed there would be six more weeks of winter and and to this this day that's why the baseball season doesn't start until April and the seven dwarfs chased the wicked queen back to her castle and then Cupid shot her with an arrow and she was filled with love and realized that being the second best looking woman in the world wasn't all that bad at least she believed she was the second best looking and after all the mirror wasn't about to correct her and Santa celebrated by going all over the world and giving out presents, and that's why we celebrate Christmas on December 25th. And as Santa flew overhead to the North Pole, he was heard to cry, Merry Christmas to all, and to all a good night. And everyone's heart from that day forward was filled with love, and that's why on the day after Christmas, department stores throw open their doors and offer great sales. But the true story of Christmas. Thank you.
0: From New Orleans, this is Le Show, the Special Holiday Edition. And speaking of special, we, United States, you and me, we're we are number one, after all. I know. I I often point out ways that we're not. But in a really important way, we're number one. We're the world's largest, biggest culprit in generating plastic waste. Us, we're busting our buttons. And they're plastic buttons, of course. The country needs a new strategy to curb the vast amount of plastic that ends up in the oceans, is according to a new report submitted to the federal government and uh, reported in The Guardian. The the advent, hey, they worked that in, of cheap, versatile plastics that created a global-scale deluge of plastic waste seemingly everywhere we look. That's according to the report. The U.S., a leading contributor of disposable plastics that ends up, end up, entangling and choking marine life, harming ecosystems, and bringing harmful pollution up through the food chain. Plastic waste has increased sharply in the U.S. since 1960. Well, that's called progress, babe. The country now generates about 42 million metric tons of plastic waste a year. 290 pounds of waste for every person in America. Well, that's almost as much as they weigh. This total is more than all European Union member countries combined. Well... We've been better than Europe for some time. Now, the overall amount of municipal waste created in the U.S. is also two to eight times greater than comparable countries. There are no comparable countries. Come on. Recycling infrastructure has failed to keep pace with the huge growth. 2.2 millions of tons of plastic, plastic bottles and straws to packaging, leak into the environment each year. Total waste may be even greater than this due to data gaps in tracking it. Much of the plastic ends up via rivers and streams in the world's oceans. So it's sort of summing up what we've been learning over the past year. Nice to be reminded of it. The uh, styrofoam container that holds your takeout cheeseburger may contribute to the population's growing resistance to antibiotics. This is new. Scientists at Rice... University's George Brown School of Engineering say that discarded polystyrene broken down into microplastics provides a cozy home not only for microbes and chemical contaminants but also for the free-floating genetic materials that deliver to bacteria the gift of resistance. A study in the Journal of Hazardous Materials I read it for the danger Describes how the ultraviolet aging of microplastics in the environment make them apt platforms for antibiotic resistant genes, or ARGs. <laughs> ARGs, ladies and gentlemen, just like in the comic books, these genes are armored by bacterial chromosomes, phages, and plasmids—all biological vectors that can spread antibi- antibiotic resistance to people, lowering our ability to fight infections. Study led in collaboration with researchers in China and the University of Houston, don't mistake the two, also showed chemicals leaching from the plastic as it ages that increase the susceptibility of vectors to horizontal gene transfer through which such resistance spreads. Leader of the study... Says, we were surprised to discover that microplastic aging enhances horizontal ARG. Enhanced dissemination of antibiotic resistance is an overlooked potential impact of microplastics pollution. Just one word, ladies and gentlemen. Microplastics.
7: Every year I get ants in my pants When Christmas comes along Every year I go into a dance I know every single Christmas song Every year I am first on the block To tell Santa what to bring Every year I jump in with the flock Flying with got your snow, you got your sleet, rain and hail. I got Christmas by the tail. I got Christmas by the tail. You might say it is my thing. Bomb and humbug. I don't wanna hear that. Say, come on, let those sleigh bells ring. Every Christmas, throw all my blues away I'm I'm high each night. I jump in bed. Ain't no Christmas gonna get me down. I'm not doing no run around. I show Christmas just to boss. If Christmas don't like it, then it's Christmas is lost. It's in December that I always remember Christmas is inside. It's becoming a Rabbit, my
8: Christmas, I've got plenty of stuff. I haven't got room for the things I own. Made up my mind, enough's enough. I have over 3,000 records. My books alone would fill a moving van. So I don't want nothing for Christmas. I hope you'll understand. I don't want nothing for Christmas I've got too many clothes 25 sweaters and 30 ties 40 shirts, don't need no more of those I can't think of any good reason I'd want more videos and DVDs I don't want nothing for Christmas Heed my wishes please Take the money you'd spend on a present for me and buy a beggar a meal one he'll appreciate. Or you can stop by the house for a hug and a kiss. Well, that would be great. for Christmas nothing material please I'm more than happy with what I've got I'm feeling good my mind's at ease we've all become too greedy I don't care what our TV say just spend your love to the needy to have a great Christmas day to have a great Christmas day
3: And once a child and now a mother Christmas came with all its glee Tinsel topped and crystal covered She knelt to dress the dancing tree Gone were all her thoughts revealing Gone was all the drudgery For days like these Through her dreams Her sentimenting Came the sounds Of her sweet son Full of life So unrepenting Down the stairs Her family When you're older you love a girl like me and kiss her hold her remember I told you to dance around the dancing just a child and you helped your mother dress the tree and you think a smile how my words seem so wise and you cherish days like these A child and now a mother. Thankful for her family, for sleeping babe and sleeping lover. She dances round the dancing tree. She dances round the dance.
9: This week on public television, a different kind of Christmas special. No singing, no celebrities, no snow, no Santa. Spend an hour of your holiday season lighting up the tree inside as Deepak Chopra takes you on a journey to the Christmas within. There's no room at the inn. There's no room inside. Don't scorn the innkeeper. Make some room. Clean out at least a stable's worth of your brain for the baby that is you. Only on public television. A Christmas special. This special. (laughs) So, given what we know about the man-body connection, what was Rudolph feeling that made his nose turn red? Asking that question is the present we should be giving ourselves if you think a Christmas special has to be colorful you're in for a treat
1: sleigh bells
9: ring are you listening in the lane snow is glistening let's find the center of that snow Christmas Within the Deepak Chopra Holiday Special only on public television. We entertain notions, not people.
2: Dancer is trapped in a warehouse in Gnome. He can fly, but he can't get. It's got Santa in small claims court. This year the North Pole is feeling the pains. Santa Claus is shackled by supply chains. home, from their off-season home, just west of St. Paul. Mrs. Claus doesn't have the ingredients to bake her traditional night before Christmas cake. The sleigh is stuck with last year's rains. Santa Claus is shackled by supply chains. The gifts, they are stacked on the boats in L.A. They won't be unloaded. For New Year's Day Don't let the kids Stay up till dawn Santa will be reclining On his artificial lawn The screw-ups are taxing Even imaginary brains Santa Claus is shackled By some. Sub- chains,
0: Ladies and gentlemen, some news of the warm. The Atlantic Ocean began getting warmer more than a century ago. So don't blame me. According to new research showing that the polar ecosystem began experiencing the effects of climate change much earlier than existing records suggest, the study was published in the journal Science Advances. Look out. It suggests that the warmer and saltier waters of the Atlantic Ocean began encroaching into the Arctic at the beginning of the 20th century, triggering the rocket, rapid warming that melts sea ice and raises sea levels. Researchers call this process Atlantification, and the ocean threatens to sue. The study's authors say methods of tracking this process through instruments like satellite measurements have not captured the full scope of this Atlantification. Quote, we use deep-sea marine records to get a longer geological context of atlantification and the gateway of the Arctic, said the study's co-lead author. He's at Cambridge. He noted in roughly half a century of using methodologies like satellite data, scientists have firmly established significant warming in recent decades. He said his research was aimed at painting a broader picture of the changing Arctic waters across decades, decades and centuries. The U.N. weather agency said this week it has certified a 38-degree Celsius reading in the Russian town of Verkhoyansk last year. That's 100.4 Fahrenheit, the highest temperature ever recorded in the Arctic. The latest in a string of alarm bells about our changing climate. According to the Associated Press, the World Meteorological Organization said the temperature more befitting the Mediterranean than the Arctic was registered June 20, 2020. Come on! Come on! During a heat wave that swept across Siberia and stretched north of the Arctic Circle. I guess they didn't have more 20s to uh, fling than that. Average temperatures were up to 10 degrees Celsius more than usual in Arctic Siberia, playing a key role in forest fires, loss of sea ice, and global temperature rises that made 2020 one of the three hottest years on record. To which we can only add So far, multiple large heat heat waves the size of Mongolia occurred at the same time nearly every day during the warm seasons of the 2010s across the Northern Hemisphere. That's according to a study led by Washington State University researchers who know how big Mongolia is. Using climate data from 1979 to 2019, the researchers found that the number of heat waves occurring simultaneously in the mid to high latitudes of the Northern Hemisphere was seven times greater in the 2010s than in the 1980s. Concurrent heat waves on 143 days each year of the 2010s, almost every day of the days of the warm months of May through September. Well, it's a long, long time from May to September. There's no point to me saying that. But news of the warm, ladies and gentlemen, a copyrighted feature of this broadcast. No, the show Christmas version would be complete, ladies and gentlemen, without this song.
10: Jesus was a dreidel spinner, and this we can't forget. Paul was Saul before he was Paul, and the Last Supper was a Seder. Jesus was a dreidel spinner, and all his disciples were too.
0: And just a note from the smart world, U.S. authorities are investigating Tesla over an alleged failure to disclose fire risks with its solar panels. That's a report from the BBC. A complaint from a whistleblower prompted the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission to investigate. A former field quality manager for Tesla alleges the company failed to provide or, pu- or properly notify shareholders and the public about the risks Tesla's solar systems have been known to catch fire in a small number of cases. The complaint by the whistleblower filed more than a year ago alleged that Tesla had failed to properly disclose defects with some electrical connectors could cause fires and instead told customers it had had to carry out maintenance to prevent a problem shutting down the solar panel systems. The SEC made clear in a letter to the whistleblower that the investigation should not be taken as confirmation there had been any legal violations. He was fired from Tesla, was the whistleblower, and sued the company over his dismissal. Shares in the company fell by more than 6% shortly after the news of the SEC's investigation was published. They've since risen again slightly. Alleged fire safety issues with Tesla's solar panels have been reported before. Two years ago, Walmart sued Tesla over fires at seven outlets where the panels had been installed. The legal action was later dropped following a settlement agreement. Tesla abolished its public relations department last year so could not be contacted for comment. Well ladies and gentlemen that's going to conclude this very special holiday edition of the show back next week at the same time for part two of the year in rebuke on these radio stations and on your audio device whenever you want it. I do have to tell you that I had mentioned last week for New Orleans listeners Christmas Without Tears would be returning. Uh, Developments since then have made it clear that that's not going to be able to happen this year but and uh if you bought a ticket you'll get a refund but we will stream a special edition of christmas without tears and uh, i'll have that information for you on twitter so come join the party A tip of the show chapeau to the San Diego desk, to Pam Halstead, and to Thomas Walsh here at WWNO New Orleans. Thanks to all of them for helping this year. As I was going to say, next week, The Year in Review, Part 2. The show comes to you from Century of Progress Productions. and originates through the facilities of WWNO New Orleans, flagship station of the Change is Easy radio network. Have a great holiday. So long from the Crescent City.